I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. God damn. I'm so nervous. Everything scares me anymore. <laughs> Do you want me to hold you? I, or? I, I might. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hold me. No, I, before I do the theme, i got to say before we begin, I have a very important announcement to make. I'm not fucking around. I have a very important announcement to make. Let's, let's call this a true call to action. Think of me as the guy with the flag waving it and screaming for you to follow me into great abyss, into the battle of all battles, okay? To glory. As you all know, our friends at Gooder are a fun organization to be involved with. They're fun, they're funny, they're style-focused, and they're affordable. Well, guess what? They need our help. The Bike Gooder Instagram has a pretty good following, just about 4,000 followers on that one. And, and that's, that's not just Gooder, that's Bike Gooder. Gooder has a lot more. I'm talking specifically about Bike Gooder here. Just recently, our friend, the man behind Bike Gooder, Doug Ori, threw out the challenge that if Gooder gets over 10,000 followers, he will officially shave his head into a mullet. I'm serious. He will do it. And if you've seen Doug, he's got the full beard. He's got everything. And could you imagine the sexiness of that head with the mullet? People, you know what to do. Get over there, like, follow, tell your friends, and buy some sunglasses. Gooder.com. That is my ad for them. I just want you guys to go and like them on Instagram and so we can get Doug a big, bad mullet. Also, thanks to Scratch Labs. I am in full spiced cider mode, and you should be too. Scratchlabs.com, S-K-R-A-T-C-H, labs.com. Now let's do this. Bobbing and weaving all over the place. I'm making sure everything's on. <laughs> hey, yo. What about over here? What's that button? Spill my beer. Oh, okay. You know, I know there shouldn't be t- such thing as too much of a good thing, but I think my head would explode if it weren't for this very podcast giving me the opportunity to debrief from all this fucking bike racing. I know this show is also supposed to be about things... Other than just pro road racing, but man, this year um, I think is in the record books. And and if you have a problem talking about road bike racing, sorry, 
with me in the studio, of course, is once again the man who takes his bike racing watching so seriously he wakes up in two fists whenever necessary, <laughs> including taking an iPad into the stinky, stinky room. Let's welcome Paul Maine. <laughs> yep, that is true. iPad. <laughs> Oh, my God. Also, online, our very, quote, fastest guy in the group, even though he's on the heaviest bike, end quote, uh, Jackson Bulger. How are you, dude? Good. Yeah, doing well. In in school, which consists of sitting in your apartment, and I'm going to sneeze, so you got to come up with some witty thing to say while I sneeze. I guess you can sort of put the quotation marks around uh, in school at the moment. And I didn't sneeze. Do you ever feel it wasn't it that witty anyway? So. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, my you, ever, you get. The, I had the sneeze. It was it was the little tickling, and then it just went away. And I hate that. I, I want the payoff. Of Always the look at the light. That it'll make really? you sneeze. Yeah, that's true. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, shit, I'm learning something new every day. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm Pat Bolger, also known as the guy who is completely fine with being a has been. Ugh. There we go. All right. A uh, few mentions before I begin. Uh, we are on a new podcasting platform. And, uh, I, you know, it's everything makes me nervous when it's new. I don't like new. I don't like change <laughs> when it comes to sitting in the studio and rewiring, doing all this kind of shit. So, um, But my wife's been busy, and so I think she's okay with me coming down here and spending all this time. Um, but this new platform provides an automatic live audio stream. So all you, the listener, need to do, if you're not doing it right now, is download the Podbean app to your device. Podbean, and it is a free app, so you're lucky there. Just go to podbean.com and find it there, the format. Or, yeah, you can actually listen from your desktop um, from podbean.com. Also, format allows you to call in, believe it or not, so to speak, which scares the shit out of me, Some what some of you guys are going to call in about. Or some guy who's just like, I don't know nothing about bikes. I just wanted to talk about my dick or something yeah, like yeah, that. And yeah. the next thing I know, I've got the, all this. But I don't think I have to answer. It's a new It's a new platform, so hopefully I won't, you know, they won't immediately click and be involved in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Which means we dump them like a hotcake. Um, you can, yeah, you can call in. So if you have something really important to add, give it a try. We'll still be streaming the video, which I'm doing right now. Actually, I think it's going out to our Facebook page, even though um, the saved video is going out to our YouTubes. Uh, there we go. So um, video is, you know, still be up on that YouTube page. Um, so there we go with that. Big thanks to our, my second announcement. Big ba- thanks to our, our old teammate and friend, Scott Bork. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for uh, for providing us with his uh, with some ska brewing uh, goodies, and I can't toast without taking a sip. Yeah, that was attractive, mm-hmm. Sam. Yeah, thank um, you. Uh, ska brewing Oktoberfest. Ska brewing is out it of is, it is really good. It is good, and it could get dangerous because yeah, I like. There's more in the fridge. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm used to IPAs, which I are a slow sipper. And you can't really drink more than two without having your palate ruined for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Scott sent us some shirts and some swag and stuff like that. Big thanks to him. And and two glasses, but one of them didn't make it, so Paul doesn't get to touch the one that came here. Yeah, because I'll break it. He's got a history. <laughs> uh, so big thanks to those guys. Sorry, Jackson. Um, the swag is here in Spokane. No, well. Thank yeah. you, Borky. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Bork. Hey, uh, let's let's ask the question of all questions. Well, I know it, we can all technically answer yes to this, um, but uh, and Jackson can answer yes to it a little bit more. <laughs> Who's writing, 
Jackson, do you want to go first? Who's riding? Um, yeah, we all did our little joint ride on what or little as in quotation marks. Um, on what was that Saturday? And then that today, was. I I rode on uh, I rode my road bike. Uh, I think I did like twenty two miles. So it was good. A lot of climbing. A lot of a lot of steep inclines. I saw ten percent, thirteen percent. Wow. Yeah. In your on our ride. No, his uh, right today. His right. Oh wow! Telling me where? Tell the us where because since we don't live there, and now I know how a listener feels when they're listening to us talk about. Hey, we did a loop around four mountains, and they're like, "Fucking no clue." <laughs> um, yeah, in, in Portland, I ride um, across the St. John's Bridge over to a street called Newberry, which is like renowned in Portland as having like super intense gradients. Like I was saying, the ten plus percents. Yeah. It was it was a hilly day, but it was good. Which is where the world championships need to be. Twenty twenty six, got to be here. Fingers crossed. It's a complete yeah. underground movement, right? I mean, it's not. There's no official like proposal to the UCI. Oh, there's a petition. Mm-hmm. There is uh, just a petition. Oh, yeah. But what is that? What is a petition? Just a bunch of rednecks the going. Page and everything. <laughs> we want to change the state to the Rednecks name of Liberty. Portland. Red- no, I'm uh, saying what so. they do here. The petitions here <laughs> oh, are see. to mix Idaho and Washington and oh, call yeah. it Washaho or Liberty State. But uh, there is a petition in in the Portland area. I I think a road world in Portland would be brilliant. It'd be crazy. It'd be awesome. This, I, I'd, I'd that would be just. I'd go like put, a dream come true. Uh, 2026, I would go put my chair out now. I'll be 63. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a year away from the Paul McCartney year. Yeah. Oh, I would go. Oh, my God. There's no way I would miss it. Where would the – where? oh, you don't have to do track. It's. I keep thinking for some reason it's like the Olympics where you got to have everything in one venue. But you could get away. Okay, road, time, trial, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, But you, you go through all the women – yeah. All, all, all the men's from all age groups. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! It takes a week. That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. So you did. You got two rides in this week uh, so far. Here we are on a Tuesday. Paul Maine. I just got one with you guys. Yeah. And then it's been a long time. It and and I suffered greatly. But you at least went out in a blaze of glory. You you went onto that. It was a whimper. Section. I was going. <laughs> I did hear that. The, 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 <laughs> when my left hamstring grabbed. Oh yeah. shit! It's um, no good. I I and I I well okay. So my riding, I haven't done another Swift Academy workout since last week. Um, I'm blaming the fact that my son was visiting in town. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for being around, man. You're giving me a built-in excuse. <laughs> I can't fucking schedule shit around it. It's so. I know this is a first world problem, but when they say you have to ride at 7 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m., or f- 7 p.m., you know, that's when they have these rides scheduled. I can't do it. I can't. It, my my life doesn't fit around that bubble. And so all of a sudden I'm going, well, I want to do the whole thing, but I can't fit it in. Is that, is, am I full of shit? No, you just, Zwift is not the boss of you. You just let them know. You're not the boss of me. I can I can write anytime I want. That's damn right. Yeah, screw okay. that structure. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to do it. I really want the motivation, and I do want to do. I do want to race over the winter. 
on Zwift. I want to do probably two races a month on Zwift just to give me something to go, ow, the internet just kicked me in the nuts. <laughs> but I did um, I, I did my weights on Wednesday last week. I didn't do really any other rides last week other than our big one. And um, I, I need the listeners to tell me if I'm truly f- full of shit because that Saturday ride, I could not figure out what was going wrong with me. I had a flu shot the day before, and uh, I don't, I don't want to make excuses here. I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, it's just not my day, so I'm, you know, making up for the fact that I had twelve slices of pizza and I'm, <laughs> I haven't trained in five weeks. But my heart rate, I was staring at my heart rate monitor, and it would not drop. I could not get it down. I could ride all day at 140-some beats per minute. Piece of cake. No problem. I felt fine. I was talking to you guys. And, in fact, when things started going harder, my heart rate would be at 170-some, which at my age is pretty damn high. And I could still talk at that pace, and it was 170. And then all of a sudden, you guys would go fast. And I would just, I, I would lose it. I would be out of it. I, I, I couldn't, my, I could not generate the power to get back up to you guys. And it was just weird. And so that's when, when we got to that gravel section that we, if you've seen the YouTube channel of our friends with gravel, where Paul just so gradually drops me, um, I looked to you guys and went, I can't do this section because I don't want to, I wanted you guys to go hard on it. And I knew that I would just be a complete downer. <laughs> but is, <laughs> I wonder if this if the flu shot has something to do with that. I wonder. I mean, I, I I don't want that to be my excuse, but I wonder if I can make it an excuse. Well, you brought it up twice, so I think you do want it to be an excuse. I, I kind of do. <laughs> because God it damn it, could be. I'm what does your whoop say? Did you sleep well? My whoop has been. Um, there it is. Yeah, I can't look at it because it's just a strap. But um, my whoop yesterday actually showed me that I was in bad shape. I was in, I was not doing well, but today I'm like 99% recovered and I should be working out, but today's podcast day, so I don't work out. Hmm. So I, I don't really know where I'm going with this, um, and I'm just proud I could get it off We're my chest. We're just here to listen. You know, <laughs> thank you. It's about time. It's about time somebody just stuck around and made it all about me. Um, hey, so, uh, guys, I, I, from what I understand, we might have a couple things to talk about on the show this week. A wee Um, bit. Yeah. So let's get to it, shall we? Um, so let's start with headlines. You know what? Let's not start with headlines because (laughs) I was planning on stopping the music. Let's just jump straight to fucking Flanders. Okay. Um, the tour of Flanders was in, in, the last monument of the 2020 season. Falls <laughs> 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 in tears. Um, usually an early season monument that we all look forward to or all giddy about it. Um, I think when we talked last week, Paul, you were, t- you know, we talk about Flanders and Roubaix and the Holy Week and the beauty of all that, what that is. We had no Perry Roubaix this year. Um, and then we had Flanders, mm-hmm. and then we've had a weird year, um, obviously a bizarre year. Gentlemen, your thoughts on Flanders being when it was? Um, what? I, we don't get this kind of excitement out of the Tour of Lombardy. 
or things like that, which are usually the tail end of the fall. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, this was insane. Um, I'd love. You, what did you guys think about having it at this time of year? I know Paul, it's it's probably sacrilege to you to even think about. I don't care. I just wanted it to happen. I'm just glad that it did happen. Um, you know, to me, uh, I forgot once it started rolling. I was watching um, what time of year it was. It was just the race itself. Yeah. It did look strange going up when they went up the Claremont, and there's nobody there. And in the Paderborn, which is usually just packed with people because they hit that three times. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, that's you know the racing was good. It didn't t- it, to me. It didn't take away anything from the racing. Oh man, no way. It, it, other than there was leaves on the tree when trees when usually <laughs> there isn't. So, <laughs> or just budding or whatever. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody can argue that. Yeah, the, because it was the end of the year, it was a bad Flanders. It, can't imagine anybody not liking that i personally thought it was a great bookend to to it all um i know that the vuelta is going on but i feel like the vuelta always is kind of like the the stepchild exactly thank you (laughs) of the grand tours i always feel that way so i feel like it was a great kind of like bookend to like the like the huge races of the year yeah uh and i like paul said i thought the racing was really good and i don't think the season's kind of like took away from that at all it was clearly very cold from what a lot of the riders seemed to be wearing i don't know the specific temperatures but i that also seemed to or could have contributed to uh some of the racing as well we usually think of flanders as cold as as wet as miserable and (laughs) that's what makes it even more beautiful um i thought to have something of that magnitude at the end of the season was just riveting. And I don't know if it's because of what I needed for bike races to happen this year because we had so few big classics um, or if it was that 2020 was 2020 or anything like that. But I, and, and in future years, if they were to do it like that, if let's say all of a sudden they went, Hey, this was a good idea. Let's switch Flanders to, oh, to the no. fall. Oh, oh no. no, that's no. A, no. <laughs> no, no. Okay, no. There's the sacrilege. Yeah, theirs is. Okay, okay. Because I was wondering if if that could be something. You know, wow. Would it, how? But would the peloton still be as fresh as they were this year? Yeah, exactly. Like Flanders was late in the year. Mm-hmm. If they went the whole season, what well, is Flanders? And so, who knows? I mean, a lot of people could be backing off. Yeah. Um, before that point, but uh, Flanders is. a the the longest uninterrupted um, classic now, it beat out Perry Roubaix. Yeah, because it, it they only stopped at World War One. Perry Roubaix started after World War One, but now it's been interrupted. So and wow. same with Liège, was interrupted in World War Two. And and a and a disease killed it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's something invisible in the air. Thoughts on the performances. Um, and I, I know when I say thoughts on the performances, I know we cannot. Well, we, we're all going to probably go straight to the jugular here and talk about Vanderpool and Wild Van Aert. Um, uh, wow. Um, thoughts on their performances and thoughts on if are we going to be watching this for quite a few years to come with these two? I um i texted you guys this i think like to start off i think he deserved and needed it yeah um after this year like he won like the bink bank tour which was cut short wasn't it on Um, a 
no, they, they, they altered. Well, they altered a, um, a couple of stages, so it didn't go into the Netherlands. So that's what it was. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I think he needed a big, high-profile monument just to kind of round off his year. And I think he's been racing pretty well too. He's always been like at the front of the pack, and I think this is something that was pretty well deserved from him, um, especially how he raced. And I also think um, this is going to be super. I think this is super exciting that we have these two really high-profile racers in these high-profile events. I think it makes it entertaining, and it's always that battle between those two, no matter what. And I. I'm interested someday to see the score settled. Um, and I will say, and I've been thinking about this a lot, I think Vanderpool one day will move teams to a bigger team. That was going to be one of my future questions. Here he's on a pro-continental squad. Mm-hmm. He's not a, not on a, a world tour team. But that that team has the Belgian national champion. Team fucking rocks, yeah. yeah. The, the, the only thing that... That prevents them from going. If they're not World War Tour, they're never going to go into the Tour de France because, you know, wild cards will not. They're not going to come out of Belgium. They're going to come out of France unless your team's name is Cofidis or rhymes with Mofidis. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I I don't know whether they may be a, the next Wante, um, you know, yeah. team that that buys out another contract, but you know, uh, somebody like NTT. Yeah, that's looking, you know, a situation like that, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I see, I see Vanderpool as the next generation of uh, Dequinic Quickstep. You see him, yeah. That would be a brilliant mm-hmm. team for him. Absolutely brilliant team. But now you've got, but you've got depth on yeah. on yeah. Albison Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, like you said, freaking Belgium national champions on mm-hmm. the team. So back to back. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um. Is every cyclocross rider out there right now saying, see, I told you so? <laughs> hey, hey, all you fuckers who thought we were just beer-grabbing jackasses. Well, all, all three of those guys in the breakaway, Alaphilippe, was, that's, he started off in uh, cyclocross. Wow. So, I mean, to be honest with you, bike handling is certainly a huge advantage to, you know, learning learning the skill through cyclocross or BMX or gravel or whatever or mountain biking, all those are a true benefit to road racing. I think everybody should do those disciplines. But don't be a fool and do it only. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> no no, per- no personal feelings yeah, aside. Personal. Yeah, yeah, personal feelings aside. Um, and Okay, so we had two, well, technically three riders riding away from the best in the world. Um, a Peloton that was, that was flying. And these guys just kept riding away. Um, in most cases, as a cyclist with a history, remembering what happens in this sport, we would immediately go, oh, shit. But why aren't we doing that now? Why are we feeling, oh, my God, it's a rebirth. We've got two guys who are just gods. You know, the the great god Apollo came down and <laughs> struck both their legs with lightning bolts, and we are all living in the glory of of these two riders. Uh, but none of us are suspicious, are we? I mean, I haven't read any suspicions yeah. on the on, on the interwebs. I but, think we are in a year where we just we're fuck focused it. on one thing, and the other thing can come later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's good. Good point. So just dope away, guys. I don't want to hear any 
I'm not accusing yeah. any of it. Please, 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 please don't at me. I'm not accusing those guys of doping. I mean, they've had a lifelong career. Vanderpol's freaking grandfather was Raymond Poulidois. Um, Poulidois. Yeah. Um, uh, who, uh, his dad was... Yeah, Andre. Andre Vanderpool. Uh, you know, the pigeon a, pie a, recipe worked out really well. Was that uh, uh, here's was, here's I thought little... the pigeon pie came from the the, the the Plankards. No. Oh no. Shit, I'm getting my I'm getting my references yeah. mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> so um, here here's an interesting thing. So um, Matthew won Flanders with the same number that his dad did when he won. 51. I did see that text. I think I, yeah. That's kind of cool. And can you imagine? He, he always wanted to win that because his dad did. His, his grandpa never did. <laughs> Rest in peace. For, forever the second place. Forever runner-up. He did win some races. Poopoo but, Polidor. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Oh, shit. What a bloodline. My I'm God. kidding. Um, okay, so let's address the elephant in the room about the Tour of Flanders, shall we? Uh, Mr. Julien Alaphilippe, um, first of all, my, my, I guess my main question is more of a joke. Is the curse of the rainbow jersey this year a complete lack of impulse control? <laughs> That's a good point. It's just all of a sudden, post up. Nick, either his hands are in the air or he's flying into a moto or something like that. To, uh, okay. Um, what, what do I ask first? I mean, I guess, do I ask anything first? You guys just know where you're going to go with this in terms of commentary. <laughs> I'll let Jackson go. Jackson, go. Yeah. Um, I was personally tipping him to win just because of his, like, experience. He's a pretty smart ra- racer and everything, and he seemed to have it over on uh, Vanderpool. I forget what the race was that he outsprinted him, but... Um, it was it was pretty recent, and I, this year, yeah, I was like, what "Was that sorry?" No, go ahead. Oh, um, so I was like pretty excited that he made that like final breakaway, but then I was like, I kept watching it, and the commentators are saying that like he should have been, he should have seen that moto. I just like, I feel bad for him, especially third or fourth race in the world champions jersey. He was in that final break on Flanders of all races, like. I at least wanted him to make him to make it to the finish, and I feel like he's a great entertainer when it comes to cycling as well. I just feel, I kind of feel bad for the guy that he crashed so hard, like that he broke some stuff in his. I think either his, his wrist, wrist or his hand. Yeah. Hand. Hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I think it also would have made a a good finish between those three. Oh, it, it would have oh, changed yeah. everything. It, it, I mean, oh, it would have been a completely different race. I I think in in that situation. What was the one that the first of all everybody wants to, to blame the moto? That driver has twenty years experience in there. He was as far to the to the right as possible, and then people are saying, "Well, he had the wrong line," but he was behind another Spider motorcycle. Another moto, yeah. So, I mean, he was he did the best he could, and and he actually said the the moto driver said he he feels terrible for that whole incident. There's nothing he could do, in my opinion. Um, I I, Vander- I like Wout between the three of them. Vanderpool almost hit it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Between the three of them, Wout's like my favorite guy of all of them. I would root for him, and you know, even with nothing on the line over the other two. I I just like that kid, but he's a crybaby. But what <laughs> what I did notice, he's a good kid. He's he was he was catching a draft off of that coming around that corner, 
and then he swears at the last second. You know how chain reactions. Wow. You, they're out yeah. of out of sight. And you look at at Matthew Vanderpool. He really swings, which then, you know, Ala Philippe uh, was on the radio going, yeah. "Oh shit!" Yeah, Zuta, yeah. No! <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, and no, I bring yeah. you back to a guy in Amstel Gold, and 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 I think it was Decker was on his or Bogart or Decker was on on Lance Armstrong. Oops. I said his name. Oh. Anyway, that bastard, that bastard came in, <laughs> and he wanted to win that 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 race. And there's a same, almost the same scenario, and he actually at the last minute flinched just to rub. Um, I, I think it's Bogart. Both, I think it was both probably, but he almost ran right into to the back of that uh, that moto. Same situation, and I'm not saying wow. Was yeah. thinking about doing that, but I think what he was, he's just trying to <laughs> slingshot and went, Oh shit, that was a team moves, Frenchie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> au revoir. Au revoir. I, I was wondering at a, at a point where, um, I, I seriously want to know what's going on with Julian Alaphilippe. He, well, first of all. And I, I don't mean to, you know, stereotype so much this way to say that wow, you can tell the French are very overly melodramatic as far as people go. Julian Alaphilippe is that, and that makes him so entertaining to watch because he's just, yeah, you know, Tommy Vokler, you know, he's tongue out. Yeah, know, he's just all over the place like that. And when he crashed, he was screaming and stuff like that. And part of me was, I mean, I don't know, I feel bad now that I know he broke bones in his hand i was like going i mean he's just screaming and i'm just going oh god i bet he cramped or something like that you big baby you know (laughs) cramped (laughs) cramped oh i hit the motorcycle i cramped yeah yeah so um so i've been i was just i was just i don't know i personally i was kind of going oh jesus but then i watched this his swerving nature he's he's never been stable on the bike, he he's the kind of guy who swerves when he's sprinting. He is uh, twitchy. He's really twitchy, and and part of me is just going, the fuck's up with this guy? Mm-hmm. And and so that when I saw the crash, I was just going, Jesus, man, come on, you know, you know, I can't put myself in his shoes. I can't empathize with him because he's far better person than I am. But um. But it was just I was just as a as an observer from afar, I I want to know what's what's going on. Does his emotions get the best of him? Does does his ego get the best of him? Is there something going on in his head that causes these swerves? That causes this, you know, this just random running into motorcycles or something like that? I don't know. You know, he's just, diagnosed ADD. Is he really? No, I no, just no, said no, that. It would make sense. <laughs> I, but uh, the ADD wouldn't cause you to swerve like no. that. So I don't know. Ugh. It's just a bizarre. Yeah. Squirrel. Yeah, squirrel. <laughs> he was chasing a squirrel. Um, so do we all agree that who is to blame on this one? No one. No one. It's, that's bike racing. Yeah? It, it's unfortunate. I don't want to see it. But I, to me, that's things like this happen in every race, and we can't. We, we got to put away that blame f- finger. You know, quick yeah, point. No, I was I was just I was just bringing a finger yeah, up like I, I was it, telling it, your it was dad to holster finger. his I was blame, blame finger. finger. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, no, I I definitely agree. I think it's it's difficult just because I think with Al Philippe it came down to a 
chain of react or a chain of events that resulted in something fairly unfortunate you know him being on the radio at that specific time yeah while swerving at the speed he yeah. did it everything just kind of perfect storm mm-hmm. all right you guys are being nice yeah. um <laughs> who's... this isn't cycling news we don't create stories here <laughs> <laughs> whose side were you guys on who who were you rooting in those final you know k coming down were you a vdp or were you a wva Jackson, I was, I was personally see. I even picked Wild. I don't know why I'm saying this, but like I was kind of hoping for Vanderpool, just because like Wilds won everything this year, and I wanted to see I wanted to see Vanderpool win like a big monument. And also, like Paul said, he's been whining a little bit, so I've been like, <laughs> you know, I think somebody else could get this one. <laughs> And, and I've yeah, I heard a lot of people saying that. Well, there was also this this whole thing building up this. First of all, yeah, it's a rivalry, but there was mm-hmm. building up this animosity element of the rivalry, and then you see at the finish of the race where they were there was a clear respect, and there was a hug, yep. and there was there was camaraderie. These guys have been doing it since they were juniors. So, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. that's cool to watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Paul, who are you? Well, I well, Wout is Belgian, so what do you think? I mean that's oh, okay. that's all there is to it, but yeah, I I like I think Wout is a, a student of the school. I mean of of cycling, and and not saying that Vanderpool isn't, but I think between the two, I think Vanderpool natural talent wise is got more than Wout, my opinion. But I, I like Wout uses his head, I think a lot more. Yeah, yeah. So I was a I was a Vanderpool boy. I was rooting for Vanderpool. Yeah, because the whole that's what who you picked. Hey, did I pick? <laughs> yes. Did I pick? So that's you two Vanderpool? in a row. That... I can't quite tell if Manny if Dash. things are finally turning my way, Manny and Dash. I I picked Manji Vanderpool. <laughs> I need a laugh. I need a, like a ha ha. There it. is one. I, I need to. You have one that goes. Do I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a, a higher laugh? pitch, like this one. Yeah, that one. That's the one. That one works. That one's way better. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. So I do have one. And I don't mean to brag, but fuck yeah. Um d- how how do we think the Belgian fans handled themselves professionally in terms of COVID and and the amount of spectators? Pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at uh you know, the Quermont and Pattersburg, which is just packed with people, the normal race and the, you it know, should usually be far worse. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, way worse. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess, yeah, okay. Jay, do you got any? I, no, I agree. I think I think things went well. I think I think it's – I always have a difficult time pronouncing his name, but Jens Debussikuri or however you pronounce his name, almost completely took out a fan. So that would have been the only fan-rider connection, but he hmm. didn't, so – Dismount wasn't there, so there's nobody to run into. <laughs> I hope he listens to that one. I hope he listens to that one, too. Yeah, because yeah, every year he always somebody's yelling He's, at Dismount. Yeah. yeah. Out of the way, freaking mm-hmm. American. Um, uh, uh, you guys, uh, to round out our coverage of Flanders, if I were to not watch another bike race for the rest of the year, I would have, I would have, sl- I would have been fine. Yep. I, that was that was a true... 
That was a great bike race. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to say, unfortunately, I was I woke up in the morning and my first reaction is to grab my phone, and I saw a, a sprint finish between those two guys, and I went, "Nope, that wasn't it. That couldn't have been it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. <laughs> and then as I'm watching the race, I'm going, "Shit, that was it." But I didn't know who won between the two, and I didn't know how the hell Alaphilippe disappeared. <laughs> so I guess you know I had something going did, on. Did you did you catch? They they released some of his footage of when he was talking. No, he said, "Hell, I flipped." <laughs> Julian, <laughs> I flipped. Hala <laughs> Philippe stands for I flip. That is such a dad I'm joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is such a dad I, joke. I, I, that was a spur of a moment thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No laugh from 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 Jackson though. Unfortunately, well, I tried. <laughs> Thank oh, you. I, I giggled to myself. Oh, I, <laughs> there he is. It was there. It was. It there. was that bad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Giro, gentlemen, one week left to go. João Almeida, uh, still definitely holding on, defiantly holding on to the pink. Seventeen seconds on Wico Kelderman. Uh, I caught Sunday's stage in full, and I'm not going to lie. That was probably the first stage I really, really tuned into. Um, I feel bad saying that because here I am, a guy who talks about bike racing. But uh, Jackson, I think you and I were talking a little bit about it, about the fact that, eh, you know, it was it was good, but it wasn't it wasn't brilliant so far. And um, I decided to tune in on Sunday because I knew that the hills were starting to come and we're going to get a little bit of dramatics going on. And boy, that day did not disappoint. Mm-hmm. And um, this this guy in pink is I'm impressed with him, man. The guy's got the guy's got. I wouldn't say panache. He's a fighter, though. Um, he really doesn't have a team that that's designed to help yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. No. Um. Uh. It's, uh. What are we looking at? Uh. Jai Hindley also of Sunweb sits in third, and um. So f- sorry for my lack of understanding maybe on this, but where the hell did Sunweb come from? I thought they were just like a team consisting of, of stage grabbers, you know, um, and, and now we see this incredible show of strength sitting second and third for now. Um, and, and, and Enios understanding that there's something different than just riding a long pellet, you know, a long train at the front and racing for one guy, and they're getting more glory, and Gagenhart's, Two fifty nine down in in fourth place. Yeah, um, I, I guess where, where do we go? Uh, wow! First of all, is, is this a twenty twenty deal or is this the year that officially marks a new generation? Because yeah. none of these guys were on our radar. No, I I think definitely. I think this entirely. I think in this year um, entirely. We're seeing a whole new generation come to the come to the fore, uh, and I also think that something that I've really been thinking about with this Giro is um, on an individual level. I think Filippo uh, Ganna has had one of the most productive tours. I think of of a lot of people racing in this uh, in this Grand Tour. Like he's been in breakaways. He's now taking yeah. three stages. Two of the time trials and one um of just like the regular road race days i've been impressed with him and you mentioned Enios. i think it this is a brand new year for them realizing that 
we can win stages. And oh my God, they are a strong team when they don't have to work for someone. Ever since Egan Bernal blew up in the Tour de France, that team has changed. And they I've seen them more at the front in, in, in good ways than I have since the Sky days. And I kind of like them this way. I don't know. I, I don't like the boring old tactic. The U.S. Postal right at the front, crush everything, destroy everything, make a race boring. Paul. Yeah, well, uh, the thing is, is that it's obvious they pay good money and they have good riders to to produce. So they have a formula. They are obviously a Grand Tour team. They've yet to win a classic or even a monument, um, and they're rarely even close. Um, so, you know, I think they had had to reinvent themselves or – Radcliffe, the owner of Enios, is going to say, well, screw you guys. So I'm going home go with back. my giant car. Yeah, and you can't take away from uh, Nico Portal being gone. That yeah. There was a big hole there, and, and uh, Teo Degahart, um, he he's actually gave his victory to to Nico. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're picking up the pieces and gathering it now. My speaking of um, uh, Ghana, he everybody goes. He could win a tour. I hate that. I hate. No, he can't. You know. He, yeah, if he lost tons of weight and then he's on the wrong team, if that's it, because there's too many other people that could do it. Yeah. To me, he should be focusing on classics. And if this team wants to do something other than just dominate, you know, Grand Tours, is build a team around that guy. Can't imagine what he would do on Flanders. He. Or you know, or even Roubaix, those those power climbs, and obviously he can climb power climb, you know, and yeah. Uh, if if they don't change, I uh, hopefully if they don't change their tactics, uh, hopefully Ghana goes to a different team that could facilitate his abilities, as opposed to just being a whipping boy in the crosswinds. You know, <laughs> that's basically what it is. I was thinking the same thing though when I was watching Flanders that like if he were to race some of these races, oh my god, like get him out front and he puts the power down like there's no like there's no catch him at that point yeah and it, you know speaking of that it's it's like during the classics luke Rowe, i like that guy a lot but it's like they throw him a bone it's like you're the leader of the classics here deal with whatever you get yeah you know, and yeah. go you know yeah. and he, he there's no backing nobody really there's nothing so yeah, if they would put some effort into classics, that would be cool. Is there anybody you think that could surprise in this final week of the Giro? Actually, and my other thing is talking about that that changing of the guard. I mean, um, uh, my, my, my boy himself, the Shark of Messina, came out and he said, I don't think there's mm-hmm. anything left in me, yeah. and I think it's a changing of these it young is. bucks are coming up and stealing shit from us, mm-hmm. kind of like. You know, Jackson, I guess you got to just move back to Spokane and take my studio. <laughs> I got nothing else to offer, dude. Um, um, He's going, I, I would change this. So, and I would do yeah, that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, get that stupid shit off the walls. Um, uh, so who, if anyone, could surprise in this final week? Does anybody have a guess? I, I'm, I, think, I think Wilco uh, Kilderman is going to be the winner. You do, yeah, and I, I, not that I wish that, 
He's sitting 17 seconds. And yeah, he, I made up. Eh, his climbing skills aren't. Yeah, it's it's gonna blow. There's up. a TT coming. Yeah, and that's where he might be. He might be crushed. But and, and I'd like to see Dukunik because they didn't even go there with that amb- ambition. No. So, I mean, it, it, you're speaking of young young riders and stuff. I think it the advantage of young age in this in this year works to their advantage. This is just speaking as an old man because <laughs> and I'm going to throw in our ride. It's like I have to be riding all the time. But I remember when I was 20 years old, I could hop on the bike after like two weeks absent. I would suffer. I could hold it. But when you get older, you get in your 30s and 40s, 50s, almost 60, you, every time you miss a ride, you just tumble. And these guys, these kids, I mean, look at the, the age group of, of those in the top five. You know, yeah. in almost all the races this year, they're young. And it's exciting to see that, you know. I really don't know if I want to do this show anymore now. <laughs> You know what? You just listen, Greybeard. You keep hit me with through. the biggest <laughs> nut punch of reality. It's like here I'm, I'm training, but I'm not training as cons- I'm not training more than people like you and Jackson, and that's why I suck. But basically, that's what you just said. That's why they have age groups, my friend. Well, <laughs> you're older than me. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> you're always going to be waiting. <laughs> I got you, bud. Don't worry. Shit. I'll push you up that ramp. Um, Jackson, um, also in terms of, uh, you, did you have anybody that could surprise? I, did I ask you that? Did I ask you that? I'm, I'm old and I'm losing my mind. Um, I think one thing I did think about is, wasn't Remco supposed to be in the Giro? I don't know. Yes, he was. was he? That was his target, yep. Yeah, which I I know this is, this is a hypothetical situation, but... I would have loved to have seen him race this as well. That would have been pretty entertaining. Amen. Uh, but I, I do agree with Paul. I think that Wilco Kelderman is probably going to be the winner. Unless, you know, we've seen crazier things. You know, we've seen Pagasha win the tour on the f- final day. Yeah. So it, uh, Joao Almeida could keep it throughout the rest of the week. It's got to be a blow-up massive proportions for uh, anybody. Uh, you know, Hindley in, in third. He's a Sunweb rider. He's almost just – he's 258. Gegenhart's 259. Bilbao, 312. Micah, 320. Nibali, 331. That's just top seven. That is a pretty substantial chunk. The biggest hills are coming, though. Yeah. And a time trial. So that could sway. Just one day could change everything. Everything. Um, okay. How about the sprinters, Jackson? Arnold, Arnold DeMar sits at 221 points. Peter Sagan at 184. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, go ahead. Oh, um, I think it might, unless Sagan does what he did, Yeah, that could be big because I know that there are, and the Giro is kind of weird with some of these intermediate sprints, but um, he could take those points if he's willing to go on a breakaway again because he now knows he cannot beat DeMar in a flat-out sprint. He's going to get second, but I think if he is willing to go on the break, he could make up that point deficit. I think with the climbing, things could get interesting. Uh-huh. It's not over yet. That 184 to 221 is not necessarily insurmountable, in my personal opinion. But that could get that could get fun. So I think I'm going to watch the rest of this year. I know, and I, I, I am a poser. I'm a bandwagoner. Right when it gets exciting, I'll decide to watch again. <laughs> Uh, in case you guys didn't know, there was also this other uh, little little bike race that started today, uh, the the Tour of Spain, uh, the Vuelta a España. Um, in case you missed the our, our incredibly in depth preview show, um, I apologize for that because it never <laughs> happened. Um, the riders, the press are saying to watch. Um, Jackson, I hope I sent you a start list. Did I? You did. Okay, I did. Primus Roach, like Thibaut Pino. <laughs> I almost said that without laughing. Uh, Richard Carapaz, Walt Poles. Walt Poles, who's 33 years young. Uh, David Fomolo, uh, Tom Dumoulin, Guillaume Martin from Cofidis, uh, Dan Martin, and I'm sure I'm missing some. Oh, Chris Froome is in it. I wish I had a. By the way, for those of you who, spoiler alert, who weren't paying attention to the stage today, both Froome and Pino lost 10 and a minutes, 10 and 11 minutes, respectively, today alone. Um, so before we get to picking, my question is do you think Chris Froome is, is still truly injured or he's just like. Fuck you, Ineos. Is anybody? Oh, I think he's injured. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't even walk normal. Still, are we at the end of the uh, the Chris Room years? Yeah, Jackson's <laughs> nodding violently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this it. Yeah, so, I, and it, I said that in this podcast almost two yeah. years ago after his last win. I said he will not win another one. Not that I'm prophetic, because obviously I can't win this stupid guess who was going to win the race thing. <laughs> <laughs> so Israel Startup Nation probably just spent a fortune on a complete fizz out. His, his knowledge, you yeah. know, bringing in what he had, what he learned from Enios has got to be worth something. I don't know if what his contract was. <laughs> we'll find it's out if it was be. worth it. <laughs> God, I hope it's good cash, yeah. man. Yeah. Not like Maybe he needs it. Yeah. What's that, Jay? I was going to say, hey, now they've got Mike Woods. If it doesn't work out. Yeah, Mike Woods is there. They got Mike Woods. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. Okay. Uh, that makes things kind of kind of funky and interesting. Um, th- th- okay, your thoughts on this one. First of all, the riders involved. Uh, second of all, is it going to make it to Madrid? 
No, it won't go end. into Madrid. I, I doubt it. You don't They'll, think it'll make it all three no weeks? No way, because it's lockdown right now. Madrid is. It's yeah. in lockdown. So is that the final? No, I mean, will it make it to the end of the, oh, of the, the Vuelta? Yeah, I think they'll probably come up with a, a final stage. I'm hoping. I always say, yeah, because I'm, I'm the positive one here. Yeah. 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 You yeah. said it mm. won't make it till tomorrow, I'm sure. So yeah. What you think? I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure, man. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, what's going so on? So then if that's the case, then Roglic wins. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Jackson, you think it, you predict it's going to make it all the way through three weeks? Um, I you know with it being it's the eighteen last days, race of the season, it's not three weeks. Eighteen days. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. God. Don't at me. Uh, I think <laughs> it. Yeah. I think being. I think it being the last race of the year. I think they're going to do as much as they could or as they can. Yeah. But I also, on the flip side of that, I either see it making it or just completely like, like shit hits the fan. Yeah. Like, I I I don't see it like. Either like ending in the middle, I see it just like either it ends perfectly or it just everything blows apart. God, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to be a slow fizzle, will it? It'll be either glory all the way through or just a gigantic explosion, and the sport is over. It's like just it's like a cop showing up at a kegger in high school. It's like, hey, we're having fun. Boom! Party's over. Cops show up, yeah. as opposed to, hey, the party's over. You know, you got to go. You got to get the girl <laughs> who threw up in your bathtub and get her out home and get her safe. Rinse her and, hair out. Yeah, you <laughs> rinse her hair out. You got to wake up in the morning. You got to clean everything because your parents don't want to see. Oh, never mind. I'm not speaking from personal experience. But um, so if we had to pick three riders, gentlemen, we haven't been really holding each other's feet to the fire on this one, but. Uh, because you've been winning, I don't. Am I gonna? I didn't. I didn't win the tour. No, but I the last couple of ones, yeah. Have, have I? Shit. Well, right on. Well, hopefully my picks won't go the old Pat Bulger way. It's because I've been knocking. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna go first. I never get to go first. All right. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the bull by the horns and go first. Uh, my three riders I'm going to pick are Shocker, Primus Rogic. Uh, Roglic, because I th- I just think I think that guy's he's, he's flying, especially after today. Spoiler alert: um, he just looks like he's gonna de- destroy. Um, my second rider and my second and third riders. I'm just fucking around. I'm playing. I'm just throwing cards out there now. I'm I'm trying to see what sticks to the wall. I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna play around with Guillaume Martin from Cofidis. I don't like Cofidis as a team. I never have since the. Dark Lord was on their team, and I felt bad for him at the time because of what they did. Um, and so I, I'm a guy who holds grudges, so I've never rooted for them. But I, I, I kind of, I think it, I'm coming around. You know, I've, I'm cool with Mark Cavendish now. I want Mark Cavendish to race <laughs> another year. I'm Pat Bolger, and I'm trying to turn a leaf, a new leaf. So Guillaume Martin, and I'm also picking from Believe It or Not, Ineos Grenadier, uh, Richard Carapaz. Those are my three riders. Jackson or Paul? Paul, you want to go, go next? J- Jackson, oh, Jackson you ready? gets to go next. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, I am. Okay. Um, so I, for, I'm, I'm thinking Primoz Roglic as well. Yeah. Uh, we could all just basically cross each other yeah, out with yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that after 
losing the tour on the last day, I don't think he's going to let that happen again. <laughs> um, Not with I those helmets. Think... <laughs> 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 it's a gaper also... gap. <laughs> they were. Yeah. I also picked um, Tom Dumoulin. Did you? Just to... I did, you know, because I think that they're going in with dual leadership and yeah. he could possibly do something. And I also picked Richard Carapaz because I think Chris Room oh. is not uh, firing on all cylinders like he used to. So Re- I, would be, uh, I think I think I, Jackson. What? How dare you say that about Chris Froome? What? Chris Froome is what? going to have an what? incredible what? Vuelta. What? Never mind. It Sorry. seems like it. You know? Yeah, he's going to make up that 10 minutes. 11. 11. Shit. <laughs> On one stage. <laughs> he will. He's going to go total Floyd. Well, he well he did it in, in the Giro when he won yeah, the Giro. He did. He's going to do it again. I'm telling you. He's going to yeah. get a robotic hip. <laughs> Six million dollar man style. All right. I'm I'm losing my, my credentials here as time passes. It's this wonderful ska brewing October fish. Yeah. Sehr gut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. Schmeck, schmeck gut. <laughs> Paul Main, picks. Uh, well, uh, Roglic, he has something to prove. Yeah. <laughs> and although winning LBL was a big thing, um, especially with the arms raised. That was a oh, great moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Carapaz, I, I imagine your son. That that guy's pretty talented. So we're all and, picking Carapaz. Yeah. Wow. So we, we all have two that are they're out of there. But my dark horse is uh, Valverde. He has won it before. Valverde. Yeah. Wow. And he's in my almost in my age group, and um, he got in the top ten of the tour. So there's a potential there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Movie Her- star, home, home team, home field advantage. Heard it there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Swinging on this tour. What's that? He always comes out swinging on this tour. Yeah. Yeah. Well, home country usually helps. Yeah. Things like that. All right. There's our bike racing coverage for the night. Um, before we get to anything else, hey, guess what, everybody? Autumn is in the air, and Manscaped is here to ensure you don't carve your pumpkins when you're grooming. <laughs> By pumpkins, we actually mean your boys downstairs. In fact, Manscaped is on a mission to change the way you approach caring for your balls. And great news, they just released their products in the UK, Canada, eh? in Australia. And I apologize to all three of your countries for destroying your dialects right now. That was pretty insulting. Um, you guys, the Lawnmower 3.0 Trimmers offers a replaceable ceramic blade, which I have done, and it actually... It's it's an important thing. Do it every probably 90 days if you're on a regular shaving regimen. Uh, it has advanced skin safe. <laughs> it's like waking up in the morning. Hey, it's Thursday. I got to shave my balls today. Um, skin safe technology would help reduce grooming accidents. And there is a new weed whacker ear and nose trimmer which uses the same technology when you're trimming those delicate nose and ears hairs of yours. And I have one of those. I have them both on my night, not my nightstand. That'd be funny if my <laughs> wife comes yeah. to bed and I'm like, hey, hon. You're not getting any tonight. Are we going to but- snuggle? <laughs> in my ear. Or up the nose. What, what was that? I couldn't I, hear I, it over I, the buzzing. 
<laughs> hey, hey, honey, give me a second. I don't think that's very romantic, but no, but no. the the end result is definitely romantic. So get twenty percent off and free shipping at Manscaped. Shit, get twenty percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code PFP. Once again, 20% off free shipping. PFP, make your balls a priority this fall. Fall ball priority. <laughs> fall ball. Did you make that up? I just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> just because uh, it's fall doesn't yeah. mean you need, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't need that fuzz. No. That's not going to keep you warm. No. I got to change underwear, though, now that I'm keeping everything clear, clean. I did say to you guys last week, you guys thought I was saying I had a short stick. Uh-huh. But I was saying that I had a little ball stick. Oh. Yeah. So I, I just you. want to clarify that for the listeners. They make a lotion for that. I know. Fans and I didn't, does. I haven't yeah. been wearing it enough. And yeah, I think you, I, you I get it. a little, Yeah, I need, I need, I need a little yeah. bouncy, bouncy type. Like the clang around a bell. Yeah, it's, it doesn't stick to yeah. the side of the bell. <laughs> it's just yeah. <laughs> on a bell. That's a great reference right. point. I like there that. You go. Um, I was going to talk about bike swap uh, happening in the Pro Peloton. In case you guys didn't know, bikes are being swapped around like spouses at the key parties in the 1970s. Uh, teams are switching all over the place. Yumbo Visma mm-hmm. to Cervelo, Mitchelton Scott to Bianchi, Sunweb to Scott. Um, my only question, I, I guess, I yeah, before we get to the real fun part of the show, which the whole thing is fun, <laughs> but um, my questions for you guys are, does does Sunweb have to wear those Scott helmets now? Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody thought of that one. Yeah, I don't know. They're going to look like little Mario Maybe characters? they're just doing the bikes. Maybe they're not doing yeah. the whole kit. Yeah, Hurricane Hershey's going to be wearing a, a oh, gigantic no. football oh, no. on his head. And my other question is, is uh, what will Mitchelton Scott do? Do you think, because they're changing the entire look, obviously, Mitchelton Scott, um, now that they're Bianchi, you think they'll do some justice to the Celeste, the the classic color of Bianchi? You would think and hope. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is Mitchelton still, the winery still involved with them? I know. Well, obviously, Scott's going to be gone. Yeah. So they have... If it's just that winery, I don't know what the and winery it's, has. And it's not that drug dealer dude who was going to take over the team at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I hope. So. I hope the uh, – you. Know, oh, God. You know what I hope for? Remember the Bianchi jerseys that Jan Ulrich rode? Mm-hmm. The classic. Those are Jackson, cool. you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. It's so cool. Look up Jan Ulrich Bianchi. It's a cool photo. 2003. Yeah. It's, it's, it's damn sexy mm-hmm. is what it is. And I hope they do that. So – um, gentlemen, with an hour and one minute. Well, in- I have one thing oh, to say. Oh, yes, please do. Cervelo makes swaps? sense. Yeah, Cervelo make, uh, makes sense going to Yumbo uh, Visma because it's a Dutch team, and that is a Dutch company. They bought out um, the Canadians a while back. Yeah. So that makes sense. But the other ones, who knows? Bianchi's Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we? What, what's well, well Scott is and, American. Yeah, originally. Yeah, are they still American? Well, uh, yeah, I can't you remember could the last time we did this game. Sunweb is a German team, and it borders Italy, so that's why Bianchi. No, they have Scott. Sunweb no, that doesn't make sense. Sunweb. No, I'm trying to make sense out of nothing. Is Scott Mitchelton is Bianchi and Jumbo Visma yeah. is Cervello. Yep, gentlemen. No. What? Go ahead. No. Go ahead. No, no, no. If you had a choice, which one of the three? You know what? I'm not going to ask that question yet because we're going to play our game 
and I don't I don't have I got it. I really that's it. Some cheesy game show. I'm thing. up in I'm up in the quality on all of the theme music starting here soon, and I have a lot, but I don't have them here, so I can't. And I can't play that because if my, some of my, my fuck, let's just do that one, the classic. All right, all right. I'm gonna update all the sound effects. That's it. I'm doing it. I've been working on a lot of stuff. I'm not slacking. I just want you guys to know. <laughs> I'm working. I'm baby stepping. I'm doing the work. If you know that reference, you've seen enough Bill Murray movies to get mm-hmm. you through. So my my game for tonight, gentlemen, is entitled simply "What Would You Choose." Okay, because I think this is a fun way for the listeners and all of you out in live podcast land at Podbean Live um, can listen to us and t- and find out a little bit about us and probably disagree with our decisions completely. But <laughs> I have several categories where I'm going to ask you, what would you choose if you were a pro, if you were a current pro and you could pick Anything in the world of of the categories I'm going to name, what would you choose? And the first of the categories is, what would you choose if you could ride any bicycle brand in the professional Peloton or not in the any bicycle brand, but you have to keep in mind a good quality TT bike. So just in case Rowan Dennis was one of your teammates, he wouldn't throw it into the ditch. (laughs) And and maybe even a gravel bike because your team's going to want you to do some alternative racing in the summer. Okay, so what pro bike would you ride? Let's start with Man in House Paul Main. Well, Duh. well, I would I would go with uh, a Harry Gary because I used to work there, and there would be all rim brakes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you ever saw Harry Gary, that's exactly how he got his name. He's he. He was a piece of work, but he was a great. I still ride my Harry Gary on Zwift. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was fun working. Well, I wouldn't say it's fun working with him, but I learned a lot <laughs> working with him. It was fun sometimes, but sometimes yeah. not. Um, but all honesty, if if I had to choose, it would be um, BMC one, the the URS for gravel, right? Yeah, at TT. Well, world champion, and and not not even Dennis Ronan uh, Ronan would Ronan Dennis excuse me would throw that bike away because he won a world championship on a BMC, and and it's such a good bike that uh, Van Avermaet dun, 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 um, <laughs> is going to AG2R, and and that was part of the changes so he could ride BMC. Oh, They're riding BMC. Citroen. Okay. Okay, uh, Jackson. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be completely surprised on this one. You probably will be. Yeah. I <laughs> am going to probably pick Canyon. What? 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 Huh? What? Hmm. what? Where? What slider do I have that on? I have it on that Canyon. Jeez, Jackson. Why would you pick Canyon? I really have my eye on. You got a thing uh, for mail order. <laughs> well, COVID I, period. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I really have my eye on that new Canyon Arrowed. Um, so that I that would be the the obvious answer for the road. They have a I don't, forget what the the TT bike is called that they have, but I I know that another YouTuber out there rides it quite heavily. And yeah. then um, their their gravel bike, the Grail, with that split bar 
Yeah. Pretty interesting in my opinion. So I'd probably I'd I'd go with Canyon. I also like that they're kind of doing things a little differently. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, it works for it won it won uh, the Tour of Flanders this weekend. Mm-hmm. It uh, it Pete Stetna just got um, second in the Belgian Waffle Ride this last weekend. Also, uh, all on Canyons and um, Movistar's been doing pretty average on them. Uh, so, but you pretty know, average. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Um, but, uh, no, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. That arrow road is a beautiful bike. And I listen to, I don't like to mention other cycling podcasts unless they're good friends of mine, but I don't, I, I do listen to the cycling tips and they did mm-hmm. a whole show on the arrow road yep. and the fact that it, uh, what, 28 miles an hour, Jackson, wasn't it? It creates around 40k. I know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it creates a how, how many watt difference? Wasn't it like seven or eight watts? Four watt difference. Oh, four sure. watts. Oops. Yeah, I doubled it. Well, I I well, tend to do that. You you can't argue in that that interview because they're with uh, Canyon people when yeah. they were talking. That German accent when they start talking engineering, it just sells you. It's yeah, like it like does. the ShamWow yeah, or something. <laughs> It's you know it's like buying a car. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Or it came from. Yeah, that's is good. It uh, in the wind, it goes very fast. Uh, okay. Fuck. Right. All yeah. right. You could have told me my Jesus. wife was ugly and I had bought it. Yeah, uh, she's good. Yeah, she's good. Shin, shin. She's no good. Yeah. Um, I would honestly, and I'm not saying this to kiss up. I'm not saying this to kiss up. Right now, I would, I would ride for Giant. Hmm. I'm just, I just the depth of their line. Um, uh-huh. I have had some quirky issues with my giant, but I think that's a, a position and fit thing that I need to dial in. But uh, the depth of their line, I'm, I've always been impressed with. So huh. there's my there's mine. Uh, we got to speed this up a little bit, though, don't okay. we? Yeah, uh, componentry. If you could pick any brand of componentry to ride for, <laughs> <laughs> Paul's will be quick. Yeah. Uh, what would you ride and why, Paul? Uh, anything but Shimano. Thank you. <laughs> I hate those bastards. <laughs> Jackson? Um, I would probably pr- pick SRAM. Um, I like I don't know why I like the crisp feel of the of the click when you make a shift. That's kind of the only reason. <laughs> I'd actually pick Shimano. I know you would. It, would it performs Shimano really well. Just because of their history and, and I think history. Been, yeah. They've yeah, they, been around. They have you bend over. <laughs> oh, you want the new Shimano? Oh, yeah, you, you can't use the Ultegra with the Shimano, and you can't nothing integrate. It's a pain in the ass. Anyway, but it performs well. In little <laughs> okay. Uh, clothing brand, Paul Main, clothing brand. Um, Asos or Die. But actually, I do mm. like I, I personally like our, our stuff that we got from Panache. The Panache I, stuff I do, is good. I, I yeah. do like it. But, yeah. but Asos, you know, since 1989, my first pair of shorts, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Good. I've never ridden Osos. Never worn a pair of their uh, their of their stuff ever. Well, you're dumb. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Jackson, um, I am pretty interested to try out um, something like Rafa. I knew you I've were. never worn yeah. anything except for a cap from there, so I'd I'd really be interested in trying that out. You know, I I I went through my history of of kits that I've worn over the years, and a lot of some of the smaller manufactured Bolano back in the day, Bolano. you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm looking back behind me and seeing all the manufacturers I've had, and uh, the Hinkapi kits I had for a long time were, were really nice. Perlazumis. I how was about, never a huge Perlazumi guy. Th- that was JT. JT. Yeah, I JT. Mean, JT. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know what? I don't know who I'd pick. In all honesty, I'd probably. 
you know, I'd love to try an ASOS. I've heard so much about them, and so I'd probably just kind of go with that. Oh, pretty nice. Like, yeah. Uh, helmets, gentlemen. Helmets. Helmets. What brand of helmets would you pick, Paul? Well, definitely not POC. Yeah. I've made that. Goes, and And laser. <laughs> they just don't seem to stay on top of your head where they're supposed to be. <laughs> Please look up final time trial of the Tour, Tour de, de France, France 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Roglic. Roglic, yeah. <laughs> so you're just any brand Gero. but those? Okay, it's Gero. always fit my head really yeah. well. Yeah. Jackson. I am going to go hard against Paul, and I'm going to pick Pac. I like how they fit. I like how they look. Um, yeah, and I always associate Pox with, Pox with the uh, the hipsters of the Peloton. Yeah, huh. kids these well, days. Well, I think I think POC stands for a pumpy, pumpkin something, you know, category. So, you, like pumpkin you, heads. You had an it easy out. You could have said piece of crap. Piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> They're made know, for I round head that. people, big heads. <laughs> and I'm not. Well, I'm somebody who actually has both the POC and a Giro. I really like the POC. I like the ventilation of the POC, but I don't like the front pads on the POC. I am an, I have found myself to become an obscene sweater. And not like not Christmas like sweater. Not no. like what you're wearing. Yeah. No. Not what you're wearing. That's cool. No. It looks good on you though. My wife um, made it. Yeah. Okay. It does yeah, look great. Yeah, yeah, um so. I like the green. Um but I'm a, I sweat too much and it runs down into my glasses and and for some reason you're the gooders. POC Yeah. Mm-hmm. The POC in super hot weather doesn't work for me. And so I have a Giro for those reasons. So I have to say I would probably pick Giro helmets. To so I didn't say Scott because, you know. <laughs> you don't want to look like an alien. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we at? Shoes, gentlemen. Shoe brand. What shoe brand would you ride? Paul Main. Always CD. I've, Always I've CD. varied away from, I keep trying. I had Maurice's. I've had... I did like my Ravats, the Charlie Montes. Oh. They were like slippers, but they yeah. flex like slippers, too. My Patrick's uh, <laughs> a lot, too, yeah. But CDs, because I have very narrow and very high arch. Jackson Bolger. Um, I would be kind of interested in riding a pair of Shimano shoes. I've heard they're really oh, good. Shit. How they fit a lot of people. <laughs> Paul just <laughs> completely lost it. Shimano, <laughs> really? Okay. Um, I am I am a big fan of Giro. I love my Giro shoes. Um, I would ride the Giro helmets. I do have to admit sometimes at my, if I was truly at a competitive level, sometimes I do want to reach down and tighten up a little bit. And, and with lace-ups, it, that's hard to do. Obviously, it's impossible to do in mid-race. But um, I, I don't know. I, I would like that. I've never ridden a boa-laced shoe, so I don't know what that's like. Um, Jackson, you're on Boa-based shoes. Do you like the retention? Yeah, I, I really like it, especially because um, it can I can really dial it into very yeah. specific points of my foot, and if I need to loosen it, it's super easy to do. I was a CD man for decades, and so I, I guess I could always go back to CD, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I miss my Duigis, my white Duigis. I bought them because Rebecca Twig had them. <sighs> <laughs> Next category, Garmin, Wahoo, Sigma, or whatever type of computer would you prefer? Paul, you'd probably pick none of the above. No, because the government's already got a trace on (laughs) me. I don't need more. They put the (laughs) chips in your neck. (laughs) That's right. What do I need that kind of information for other than to give to the government? Yeah. Now, I've uh, I've personally had Garmin just because it was one of the first and 
you know, yeah. that's that. But yeah, Jackson. Um, I currently have a Wahoo, and I'm probably gonna give that answer. And I think that they are taking over right now. They in are terms of department. I'm with Wahoo. I'm I'm a fan of Wahoo stuff. Uh, eyewear, it cannot be gooder though because we love them too much mm-hmm. and we can't choose them because we'd all just pick that and throw the category out the window, right? Um, so if you had to pick an eyewear for your professional career, I I never or rarely wear you glasses. Don't. Yeah, no. and and gooders are the only one occasionally when I do. Mm-hmm. But my very first pair were the first pair of Rudies. Remember the wrap around? Oh that? wow! A- and if I could find a retro. The Bernardi Null style? Yeah, the Bernardi Null. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's it. Jackson. Um, A big surprise here. (laughs) Um, I'd pick 100%. I own a pair of the Sagan, the first ever Sagan limited edition versions. Um, And I really like how they fit, so... Um, I would actually, I've, I've, I've ridden them for a while. I had some for a while and I, I know that sometimes you look a little douchey in them, but I'd probably go to Oakley. I just love the, the quality that Oakley always offered. And I'd probably go back to them because I did have a pair of the factory pilot back in the days and they were so cool. I put the sticker on the side instead of in the middle and I had the sweatband strap across the top and they were black and I could switch out lenses the and they were awesome. The factory pilots. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And then I got a pair of the other ones. The, 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 they were blades. Yes. I had a pair of the blades and I was at the Olympic sports festival and a German athlete walked up to me and he said, Jersey full glasses, Jersey full glasses. And I went, okay, you're really big. Sure. And so he gave me, he gave me his, his team Jersey, his national team Jersey. Do you still have it? It's somewhere. I wish that I did. That is cool. And I traded in my 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 frog. That not was frog a good change. My my blades yeah. for it. Yeah, frog skins. Then. Yeah, frog skins were yeah. bad. Yeah. They were bad. Um, where am I? Um, okay, race calendar. If you could choose, but you you had to do three races on this fictitious dream pro team, Paul's. I'm out. You're gonna know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what would they be? Hit news blood. Or, uh, you know, Ronda von Flandern and, and Perry Roubaix. Hit news blood. Okay, so yeah. you're just All sticking cobbles. it to the spring. Yeah. Spring and cobbles. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jackson, I can't wait to hear this one. I I don't know if this would qualify. I'd love to do the world. Okay. Does that work? Yeah. Sure, it's a race. Yeah. I'd love to do the world. I'd love to do Roubaix. And I think I'd like to do the tour. Oh. Okay. I'm I'm a weak stage race kind of guy, kind of guy. Hmm. I'd like like Perry Nice. Um, what are some of the other short Tr- ones? Uh, Torino yeah, Adriatico, Adriatico. Uh, things like that. Just a little bit less pressure, but I I don't Tr- think I could make Tr- it a full three weeks. Yeah, I don't think I'd be great in a full three weeks, but I'd be really good in a week. Dauphiné. Dauphiné. Yeah. So that's my uh, non cycling based company you'd have to sell, do commercials for, and a social media campaign. I don't know if you've seen Peter Sagan doing all the things for showers and cooking and stuff like that. If you had a company that you could pick, any company in the world, like you'd have to eat McDonald's hamburgers or something like that, what would the company be? Paul. Oh, it's back to me. Yeah, you're first. I, I, and, and they sponsored the team before and like to resurrect it through the 80s, and people could look it up on the internet. It's Spa Diana. <laughs> Spa Diana was a well, – it, prostitution is legal in, in oh Belgium. God. So 
Yeah, it, to do commercials, can you imagine? Isn't can it? you? No, well, think about how much fun a, <laughs> if you had to do commercials and promote in today's age, yeah. mass media. Oh, we would have a blast. That'd be pretty funny. I bet you we could get Gooder involved. Yeah, yeah. maybe some scratch for longevity. He'd get some rehydration. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> manscaping. Yeah, we get all. I'm just that's thinking. Good. That's dollars. good. All right, that's good. Spa Diana. Spot Diana. I'm, I'm sticking with it's it. It's the bunny house of Belgium. <laughs> yep. All right, Jackson. I think to resurrect, as Paul said, an old sponsor, I think uh, Jelly Bean. Oh, Jelly Belly. <laughs> yeah. Jelly Belly. Thank yeah. you. Um, I, I would definitely endorse something like that. Shit, or like a candy a brand. Choice. Like the Skittles one. They're Skittles, you sponsor the national team. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Those are great ones, especially for you. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out a, not so retro, but I'm gonna go Floyd's Leadville <laughs> because I think Floyd's Leadville gets the joke, and I think it'd be fun to do commercial spots for him. So there we go. Uh, next one, teammates. You can pick three teammates, and did, uh, did I say current, Paul? I I think I said yeah. I was current pros. <clears throat> or, if it's current, that's fine. Or do you want to yeah. go retro? No, no, I mean I, I it's, it's our fantasy. Yeah. Okay, we can play with whatever yeah. we want. In our fantasy. And you want that me to go first. very sexual in nature when I yeah. said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're first, Paul. Uh, I would say for classics, Wout, Ben Art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and, you're working for him. Oh, easy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lay my life on the line. Yeah. For a Belgian. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, that's... Okay. I've okay. been there. So... <laughs> <laughs> what? So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Who else would I would pick? Um... And today, well, I would have uh, Tim DeClerc along to help Ooh. make that work. He's a hardworking tractor of a guy. Yeah. He's the only guy who can stay 150 kilometers to the front and make people suffer. <laughs> and uh, and then Tony Martin also to help me. Oh, to get, yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. I like workers. Those guys are that. Those two guys could help Wout and myself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jackson. I would pick. Um, I would really like to pick Primo's Roglic. Um, Ooh. When because when I when I begin to suffer, he could he could actually win the, like a tour. Um, and then I think uh, Sepkus to uh, oh, kind of American ties, you know, for yeah, yeah. young. Um, and then Peter Sagan. I can't not have him <laughs> as a teammate. <laughs> Surprise. I know. <laughs> All right. I'm going in a different direction. I did pick Tony Martin. Tony mm. Martin, I think, would be a great teammate. And I also, my other two, I'm, I, I went to gravel. I went with Pete Stetna yeah. and I went with Ted King. Wow. Just because I've talked to both of those guys and I like their styles. I like their mentalities. I think they're cool dudes and I think they're kind of funny. You know, the Phil Gaiman's kind of guys would be f- kind of fun mm-hmm. to have on a team. I just, people who, I, I got to be around people you. who laugh. Yeah, yeah who, are, who are willing, especially when you're off the bike, who you're sitting in a hotel and you're going like, hey, let's sneak out and get a cheeseburger. Um, last question in this category, non-U.S. country of origin. You can't ride for United States of America team. You can't ride for 7-Eleven. You have to ride for bullshit. <laughs> I've wondered, what the fuck was I thinking with this one? But uh, what country of origin of team would you ride for in this fictitious fantasy team you're making up? Paul? Well, the greatest cycling country in the world, which is Belgium. Okay. Yeah, without a doubt. I actually thought you were going to say Germany. But I think, no, I, I no. think that'd be an uptight team. 
Yeah, it would be. Yeah. There, there's some good people there, but the history in Belgium yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. Jackson? So I'm thinking realistically here. What <laughs> languages can I actually speak? Yeah, you know, there we go. Bits and pieces of Spanish, but England immediately was the country that came okay. to my mind. Yeah, okay. And Ineos Grenadiers isn't a bad isn't a bad team to represent that nation. So I'd go with England. I I don't the really... limeys, the pale skin. <laughs> what are you oh saying? God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just I I never thought about my response to this one. Italian team seems kind of, seems they usually seem kind of disoriented, like just it. like they're riding on too much history. The uh, the Spanish teams, uh, yeah. The German teams, what are the German teams? Anyway, I don't know the German teams and the 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 but yeah. So I'm gonna ride for a Canadian team. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there isn't really one, you, you could have gone with Switzerland neutral. S- the Swiss yeah. uh, Dutch should be cool. Dutch yeah, should be yeah. cool. I'd ride for a Dutch team. All right, gentlemen. Before we sign off, I want to ask one last question, and I didn't prep you guys for this one, but uh, here we are coming up on the last weeks of the, of the 2020 season, and this year has definitely thrown us all on our ears. My question is: Is what has COVID taught us? that we're coming out of this with. We had a race calendar that was completely restructured and rethought. Um, and I, I want to come out of here with some, if, if we could learn something from this season and apply it to next year, for example, when I said at the beginning of the show, the potential of, of moving a monument to the fall. And Paul yelled at me because I mentioned Flanders. But... Um, what have what have we learned from the COVID? What could we reapply? And what do you guys think also that it's going to do for bike racing? I think um, I think one of the great things that we're going to get out of this is I think in 2021 and 2022, we're going to see a growth in the sport. We're going to see people who want to learn to be bike racers because they bought bikes in March when um, when they had nothing else to do. But um, what what do you what are we going to come out of this learning and apply to next year? Are there anything you guys can think of that would be that would be a positive that we're going to? Hey, this worked. Let's do it again. Anybody? Uh, Go, Jay. Oh, the uh, the the first thing that came to my mind was cherishing things, <laughs> cherishing cherishing the present because we don't know how quickly it can go away. Um, throughout a lot of this, we've been talking about. Is the Giro going to go? Is the Vuelta going to go? You know, we were worried about that with the tour. Um, and I think when we had Perry Nice in March, um, we were all like, oh, please, please don't go away. But then, like, when we all got this, it was like we were so thankful for it. And I think yeah. that it's, it's, I've just been trying to take it all in because I know how quickly it can go away. Um, and I think I definitely agree. I think that with, with cycling, I think more people are aware of it now. Um, and I also think that this is another thing that we as cyclists could have learned through this, but maybe need to learn is the fact that everybody's just out there riding a bike. And if you're mean to them, they're not going to keep riding a bike. Yeah, good call. Um, and yeah. I think with, with the influx of new cyclists, I think that's something that a lot of us need to keep in mind. That's good. Yeah. It's very good. Hard to top. Yeah. I, I, I hopefully this one thing that uh is good to see is that cycling tried to put a calendar to, together. I know a lot of people were at the beginning is like, Oh, what spring classics in the fall? No, this is all chaos. Yeah. 
Um, but it it turned out okay, and and I think and I'm hoping that that people who uh, hopped on the bike for the first time ever or in a long time find this maybe uh, an avenue to see what's bike racing about, and hopefully cycling can capitalize. This is not a bad thing for cycling, you know, for the industry. Yeah, without a doubt, it's been a positive thing. So. I think uh, the the bad things we came away from this is obviously you know health issues, but um, I I, the, I don't like uh, races overlapping each other that we've run into this year. I know that we had to condense things. Um, Just take it to the bathroom. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're going to overlap races, you should overlap uh, the Giro with the three days of Dupont or something mm-hmm. like that. Not necessarily the Vuelta. You know, I think there, that could have been rethought. Um, and I, I I think that we could maybe look at some flipping of, of dates and some events. The Tour of Spain wasn't always when the Tour of Spain is. The Tour of Spain used to be in the spring. And um, I, I think we should be able to bust out of our, our traditional values and maybe think about some things and how they could make things that much more exciting and, and, and grow the sport, um, especially when you've got such incredible things that happened in in some of these races these epic races at the end of the season but who knows what that's going to be when we get to the point where a rider's been through a season that started in january never took a spring off and kept going all the way through mm-hmm. october um so i don't know it's, I, th- I think there's some rethinking to be and i think that jackson i agree with you 100 percent. i think if you see if any of us see somebody out there on a bike you should be able to give them a thumbs up because you never know they might be the next person to to line up with you, yeah. beside you at a, at a Fondo or something like that. Hopefully not at a crit because, you know, if they're brand new, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going down. <laughs> Bloodshed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but but there we go. So, um, yeah, hopefully we're going to come out of this. It's going to be interesting. Next week we can talk about the Tour of Spain a little bit more in depth, and I guess we, we try to figure out what the fuck to do now that co- the cyclocross isn't going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. So What's happening in Europe? Yeah. Yeah, we had mountain bike racing had some, and I never got to talk about that very much, but there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think we had a flawless audio going out to our friends at Podbean Live. Thank you guys for chiming in. If you want to next time, you can actually ch- comment on our chat or you can call into the show, which scares the shit out of me, but I trust you. Um, like and subscribe and tell your friends to the podcast, and I guess we'll go from there. And if you have any topics or interests or things like that, we're listening. We're not really listening, but we might we might read an email or here there here or there. So uh, Jackson, thanks for being here, ma'am. Yeah, thank you, Paul. As usual, thanks for being thank here, you, sir. And uh, Scott, thanks for the beers, man. Those were yeah, delicious. thank you, Porky. Those, those were good, man. There we go. I'm going to shut everything off. I've got like nine things to shut off now. It's like <laughs> I got to turn off this. I got to turn off that. And everybody's hearing me cut off as I go. And I got to go pick up my grandson and take him home. All right. right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.